This week's episode is sponsored by Ken's Yard. They are the largest distributor of Carl's wood flooring, holding over 20,000 square meters in stock. To take advantage of a 10% discount on any order over 30 square meters, visit kensyard.co.uk and enter code KYPRP10. That's KYPRP and the number 10. Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I'm your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast, and if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Property Renovation Podcast. On this week's episode, I interviewed Jessie. Uh, she and her, her and her husband and her kids as well uh, ended up renovating this property. They did a full renovation of the the White River House, uh, which was something that uh, the property has not been updated um, since the 70s. And uh, it had some really colorful wallpaper um, with some high detail. There was lots and lots of... Um, uh, things that they discovered in the property, um, and they just made a massive transformation of it. Um, best part about this episode, actually, is that we did it live um, with a whole before and o- before and after gallery, uh, and that will be on our YouTube channel in the next couple of weeks, so you can have a real good look at that as well. We're going to post a couple of the photos on the show notes uh, on our blog, uh, which is obviously, if you don't know, www.propertyrenovation.com podcast.com. So go and check that out. Um, another thing to say is thank you very much for leaving the reviews that you have done. Uh, I posted another one of those reviews on Instagram and every time we get one, it just makes us that little bit happier realizing what we're doing is a good thing and, um, you're, you're, you're benefiting from benefiting from it, which is the most important thing. Um, so yeah, this, uh, this house was in North Carolina. Um, her and her husband, uh, he's a, Coast Guard and he gets posted, uh, every couple of years in one place. So they, um, they got posted in North Carolina and, um, did this property up and, uh, lived there for some time. And it was absolutely amazing. A massive transformation. Um, we got Valentine's coming up as well. So if you haven't got anything planned, then I'd get a move on because, uh, we need to keep the other, uh, partner happy. Um, my kids have not been well, uh, we've had the whole squad down. No one's been going out for the past week. And, um, I think, uh, because of that, I'm going to be doing something special for my partner as well. She's not been well for the past week as well. So, um, I'm the only one that survived and actually didn't get the, the flu or the cough or whatever, whatever the kids had, um, nasty bug going around anyway. But, um, yeah, uh, Listen to this episode. It's a, it's a great one. And uh, make sure you visit the uh, YouTube channel to check out uh, the videos as well. Thanks very much. 
So on today's show, we've got the lovely Jesse uh, from North Carolina. Um, I've never been to North Carolina. Tell us a little, like, what's North Carolina about? Like, what would I expect if I go? It is, well, one of two things, because the state is pretty amazing, where you've got coastal North Carolina on the east side, and on the west, you've got the mountains. Uh-huh. So you have a little bit of both worlds, and it takes about maybe six hours to drive across the state. So you can go for a weekend away in the mountains. You can go for a weekend away at the coast. Um, I feel like it's probably the furthest south I would want to be, because it is fairly hot and humid <laughs> most okay. of the year several months unbearably so where you don't even want to be outside, but, um, but it's beautiful. The coast is incredible. The water is like bathwater. The beaches are gorgeous. So nice. North Carolina has a place in our hearts forever. We're not from there originally, but we pretend we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and today what's the temperature? What's the temperature today? I'm actually, so we actually moved from North Carolina six months ago. My husband's in the coast guard. So, but this week in North Carolina, they're in the seventies, which it's unusual, but they typically have a week in February where it's like a spring summer preview. But um, but then they're going to be back down to like 30s Fahrenheit um, come by the end of the week. So it's very this time of year. It's like one day you're in flip flops, the next day you're in a parka, and then you're in rain boots, and then you're back to your flip flops. So <laughs> sounds it sounds like uh, England in the summer, to be honest. Probably, yeah, it's probably yeah. pretty. Similar. You don't know what to wear. No one knows what to wear. No. Um, but the weather is layers, crazy. Layers. <laughs> um, I, I can't, like, because we have been speaking on email a couple of times from last year. And I, mm-hmm. I just can't believe that we're in February already. It's like, where did January go? It was just. Yeah, it was yeah I agree. Like, yeah. It feels like Christmas a couple of weeks ago. But anyway, we're there. Um, how's your week? Good. Week has been good. We, uh, we're in coastal Oregon now and we had some snow, which actually is very, very uncommon here. Mm. And no one knows how to drive in it. And it's, uh, very hilly. So it's very scary to be out there if people don't know what they're doing. But now it's like in the fifties and beautiful. And, um, it's been a good week. We, uh, we are just, we love Oregon weather. It's very mild. It's very, you know, North Carolina, it fluctuates dramatically here. It's pretty much between 45 and 60 year round. Like it's very mild and predictable so it's kind of (laughs) nice still sticking on the weather for a moment um i'm off to chicago in like two weeks and i was beginning to panic with the whole uh vortex um winds and everything they got it was a bit mental but um yeah Yeah, we lived in detroit for for a year and very similar weather pattern and just below freezing wind chills and you're just i've never experienced anything like it it's bitter cold and pretty miserable, but luckily you're going to a pretty city and there's lots to do. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm actually going to meet our co-host, um, for the first time. So, uh, Julia, we've never met, so it's going to be a good occasion. Um, listen, I'm just going to introduce you and like why I got you on the show because you reached out to us, um, by email. You, this, I, I read this email. I remember this amazing story, um, and you renovating your home for like three and a half years, but I'm not going to, uh, go into it. I'm going to, um, leave you to tell that story. But for, before we do, just tell us your background. Tell us about you a bit. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I, my husband's in the Coast Guard, so mm-hmm. we move about every four years. So, um, 
But before that, I had moved a lot as a kid. So this move to Oregon was actually my 24th move in my seventh state that I've lived in over here. So I move a lot. But it's fun because, uh, we keep talking about our forever home, our forever home, because eventually my husband's career will be done and we get to pick a place to actually put down roots and, um, actually having renovated the house, it actually gives us a little bit more opportunity because now we can know we can pretty much make anything what we mm. want it to be. if We just put some elbow grease into it. So, um, I have like a myriad of background of jobs. I started out being a gymnastics coach and then I went into marketing and advertising and I met my husband and knew we were going to be bouncing around. So I went and got my master's in teaching and I taught for a few years. And then I had kids and I stayed home. And um, I actually ended up homeschooling them for a few years because where we were living, the schools were not great. And then from that crazy time of homeschooling and we were renovating then, I created my own business called Streamlined and Simple. And we make products, um, organizational products to help make women's lives more manageable when life is crazy and chaotic because I knew that very well for many, many years. So that's cool. my background. We are a Coast Guard family. We've got two little boys and um, we're renting now and loving every minute of not having to do anything in the house of <laughs> It's lovely. Well, if you, if you, if you do this uh, streamlined and simple thing, I might put you in touch with my wife, actually. So her, her life's cr- absolutely crazy at the moment. You know, she's got two young kids running around the house and, um, well, one, one is our youngest is almost uh, about to walk, but he's still managing to climb up and destroy things. So, um, the whole job thing, going back to work. Yeah. It's a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us, tell us about this, this story because. I'm I'm pretty excited. So this is the White River House. Yes. So the White River House was never on our radar. <laughs> we had moved to North Carolina and we're renting a beautiful house in the country, about 20 minutes away from the renovation house. And life was great. And my and then my father-in-law came to visit us. And he was also in the Coast Guard. And when my husband was growing up, they would move to a, loca- a new location for four years. They'd buy a house and in those, and for the first two years, they'd renovate, do some updates, sell it, make some money, do the same thing the last two years. So he grew up kind of watching his dad do it and just kind of helping as much as a 10 year old kid can do. So my father-in-law came and every time he visits us, he gets on Zillow or realtor.com and he starts looking at what is available to, um, what's a foreclosure, what is up at auction. Those are his favorite things to do. So he found a house in the neighborhood he used to live in. And, uh, he's like, I'm gonna go look at this. You should come with me to my husband. And so they went and look at it. And my husband came back and he's like, it's a big house, but like, there's money to be made. Like this could be a nest egg for us. And I was kind of like, Oh, maybe like, okay, we'll go look at it. And somehow they convinced me like, yeah, this is a great idea. So, (laughs) so we put an offer in the house. It was a foreclosure empty for four years. Um, the original owners, were the ones that built it and they were the only ones that had lived in it ever. Um, and they were hoarders. So there was a lot of stuff in the house prior to us looking at it. So we didn't know this until we got into the house that mm. things were not as they seemed, but, um, so we, we put an offer in in May and we're on, it was a foreclosure. So we knew it was going to take some time and we were ready to close in August. And we had our, our financing required certain inspections to be done. And so we had a, plumbing inspector come and 
He pressure blasted the pipes. Everything looked good. He left. My husband was going to come back and do a walkthrough before we closed the next day. And when he walked in the next day, a pipe had burst during the pressure blast and it just ran for the 30 plus hours it took for between the plumber leaving and my husband showing up the next day. And the, it was on the second floor. So the, the space between the floor and the ceiling filled mm-hmm. and then collapsed. And then it, so in, in the kitchen and in the living room and then even down into the basement. So at that point I was like, do we want to do this? Like it's maybe there's other things we don't know are wrong. And we, uh, we worked to deal with the bank and we split the costs, the difference of the cost to fix it. And we kept going and it took us until December. Um, so almost seven months later to actually close on it. And it was a, I kept calling it the beast before I called it the white river house. Um, so basically it's a 3,800 square foot house on the river in Eastern North Carolina. And it had a 2000 square foot, I called it a back building and it was like a workshop and it was, uh, set up to be like an apartment, but it wasn't finished. So you could tell that that room was supposed to be a bathroom, but there was not a single wall toilet to be found. It was just studs and plywood. Um, so we decided to take on this insane adventure with a, our children were one and three when we moved in and um, we were able to demo the kitchen and get it functional before we moved in. And by functional, I mean like we had an apply a fridge. We didn't, (laughs) we had new cabinets, but the countertops weren't in yet. I mean, it was pretty functional is like putting it very nicely of what we walked into. But, um, and after three and a half years, we very slowly, and we did this ourselves. I think that's what makes our story really unique is that Mm. we did 98% of the work ourselves. Um, Plumbing, electric, flooring, tiling, drywalling, painting, um, like you name it. My husband did the majority of it. I told him what. You told him what to do. (laughs) (laughs) You put that tile there and I paint, I painted, I literally painted for three and a half years and people were like, how are you still painting? And I'm like, you don't understand (laughs) how to paint (laughs) everything. So, um, but it was a beautiful house and the bones were great and, um, it's funny because so many people thought we were going to keep it in the end. And we always knew it was an investment thing for us. And they were like, aren't you so disappointed that you didn't get to enjoy it? And I'm like, I enjoyed it for three weeks to <laughs> <And then we laughs> so Oregon, but um, it was, it's, it's really fun to look back on it now afterwards. Um, Cause I feel like it, we were so involved and stressed and hurried. And now it's kind of like, Oh, that was fun. And we did have some really fun times and some silly things happened and, but we know so much more about houses now. We can't stand to watch um, like those home HGTV, like house hunters, and they complain about a fan. I'm like, do you know how easy it is to change a fan out? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you should be looking in the attic for leaks. Like that's what matters. Like you need to be looking at the pipes. So it's been a whole nother. It's really cool to see what goes into the building of a, a home and a house um, that I was completely unaware of before this mm-hmm. undertaking. So yeah, that's kind of the. Did you, did you, um, going through that whole journey, did, because it was like three and a half years, right? So you've got the additional stresses of having a family around and stuff like that. Um, you must have had some real highs and some real lows. Do you remember a few of them? What you can tell us about? 
Yeah. Um, I only had three lows. And so I don't normally like to start with the negative, but I only had three moments where I like had a mental breakdown. <laughs> the first was like about a week and a half after we moved in, all of a sudden we had no water pressure and we couldn't figure out why. And I was by myself with my young kids and my husband was at work because he worked full time throughout this whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like he's in the Coast Guard working normal 40 to 50 hour weeks. And so I'm like, there's no water pressure. And I'm sort of freaking out thinking something else is going to burst. You know, we already had this big plumbing thing. Well, it turned out someone down the road had hit a, uh, like a, a fire hydrant and the everyone's water pressure. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Well, later that night, all the water went off and we couldn't figure out why. And we didn't know why for like 30 hours, <laughs> which when you've got kids that are potty training and you have no, I mean, you can't, you can only flush the toilet once before you have to stop and wait till the water comes back on. And, um, we, I came home and we had no water and I was really frustrating. We sit down to relax and my husband had just ripped down some drywall above a sliding glass door. And I look up and a cockroach is coming out of the wall. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> I can't. Let's get and out I of had here. To, I, had to leave go dri- I had to leave and go drive around for like 20 minutes. Like it was really, <laughs> it was like, what did we get ourselves into? Like, what are we doing? What is happening? Um, so that was like my first, um, like, this is, what are we doing? How, how am I going to make it out of this? Are we uh-huh. going to survive this? Are we going to like each other when we're done with this? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really, really rough. And then I think my second meltdown was when we were six months out from finishing, but we didn't know we were six months out because we thought we were going to stay in North Carolina for another four years with the Coast Guard. And they said, no, you're going to Oregon. And we were like, wow, that's six months away. And we have a lot of the house to finish. And I sort of like panic, like, how are we supposed to be doing mm. all this work? That's probably should take 12 to 15 months in six. So I lost it then too. And I had to, I had to go drive. <laughs> I'm like, I have to just go away. <laughs> and then the last time we were just about done with our house, literally listing it, I think in two days. And we had a photographer coming to take photos and we, our master bathroom was the, one of the last things we did and it was back up and running. And then all of a sudden my husband was in the shower and he's like, Hey, it's not draining in here. And I'm like, well, that's weird. So I go up there to look and I'm like, well, the toilet's backed up. Like that's weird. And then I look, I'm like, there's stuff in the bathtub. Like and my husband's like, well, they're all connected. And I'm like, okay, what does this mean? So apparently we didn't have the master bathroom up and running for a, a year while we renovated that section of the house. Yeah. Mm. Um, we had little boys who use flushable wipes and they don't bode well with pipes. And because we weren't using it, they got, they blocked the pipes. And yeah. so what we had, luckily we were like, we're calling a plumber because it's so close to listing. And the plumbers came and they removed the toilet and they removed the wax seal and they should have vacuumed the water out of the tub and the, in the toilet and they did not. So when they went to uh, put the snake down or the, it basically everything that was backed up in the tub came up through the toilet and then all over the bathroom. And then I'm in my kitchen, which is below the bathroom. And there is like sewage water dripping off of our Island light onto our kitchen, like into my butter dish and into like my salt and pepper. (laughs) And I was like, my husband's not home. And I call him and I'm like, poop water in the kitchen help like and he is five minutes away at work he runs home and they cleaned it up they paid for it they we had a drywall guy come in and we fixed everything like very last minute but that was like the last 
time in the last uh, luckily big event that happened. And I was like, how many more things are going to go wrong in this house? Like it was just, um, crazy. And again, it wasn't technically our fault that one, but, um, but it was enough for me to be like, I, I actually went shopping for like an hour. I was like, I just have to get out of this house and away from this. And somebody has to clean up the butter dish and the water that's now on my kitchen. And, uh, so that was, I like, my- I like your technique though. It's just like you, you, you hit the, the highs and then you, you, you just have to escape. You just, just yeah. Yeah. I think because I, we were homeschooling there, I was in the yeah. house all the time. So I had to leave in order to get like a breather. Yeah. Um, but there were, there were so many highs in that house. I mean, like my husband got promoted several times. I started my business in that house. Um, our youngest had eye surgery and which was really successful and great while we were living there. I ran a marathon for the first time in the last time while we lived in that house. Um, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was, I mean, I, I taught my kids how to read in that house and we, it was fun to design things and, and figure out what really works for our family and what doesn't. And just, just so many members, my kid, my oldest lost his first teeth in the house, like just so many awesome memories living yeah. in that house. Um, but again, the memories are what matter, not really the house. Although there's definitely parts of that house that I'm like, when I have a forever home, I'm recreating. I want the front porch. That front porch was amazing. I want white subway tile in my bathroom. I want, you know, it's, that was the great part about it is really figuring out like, yes, this is what I want when we're done bouncing around. And so, cause like this was your first time doing this. How did you, how did you have, like, how did you find the confidence to do it yourself? Because there's so many things online and everything else, but to do it the first time is pretty scary. Yeah. I think that we, we joke that our house is built on YouTube, Google, and Pinterest, <laughs> um, <laughs> a combination of them. My husband and I are, our personality types are not afraid to try big projects and, mm-hmm. If we're doing it, we're, we're doing it. Like go big or go home. Um, yeah. and fake it till you make it. Um, my husband does really quality work no matter what he does. And when we were stuck on things or we didn't know, we just sought out help. We were lucky in that at the time I was, uh, coaching gymnastics at a little tiny gym in town and the owner's husband was an electrician by trade. And he came over and taught my husband how to change all of our outlets out. So that was a huge help. And he helped us install when we wanted to add pot lights, he showed us how to do it. And so when we need to do it somewhere else in the house, my husband now knew how to do it. And he could call somebody and say, Hey, I'm about to do this. And I don't want to electrocute myself. <laughs> what do I need to know? Um, so we just, we had a plan for the majority of the time, but we winged it a lot because we ran into problems. We didn't expect we had funding yeah. issues. You know, we funded this all ourselves as we want, which is why part of the reason it took us that long was funding. The other reason was my husband worked full time. So this was, and I couldn't do a lot of what I could do, which is mainly painting or changing out hardware until he had finished what he was doing. Um, so I can't paint unless the drywall is done. I can't, you know, he can't drywall until he tiles. So yeah, yeah. How to tile. I have a cousin who tiles for a living and he just called and said, tell me the most important things I need to know. And he did. And he, his first tiling job was the 700 square foot floor. Like, I mean, he just, did it. (laughs) And we had one tile pop, um, right at the edge, like where the floor would meet the hardwoods. But, uh, he, he just, we just figured it out. I mean, if you want something bad enough, anything in life, you just 
you learn and you try. And if it doesn't work, you try something else. I mean, we just sort of knew we couldn't fail. Like this was our nest egg. This is what we were hoping to get a chunk of money to pay off our debt and get um, some yeah. retirement stuff and just be, so that's part of the reason we just did a lot of it ourselves as we knew we would save the money. That 700 square foot tile floor that I just mentioned, my husband, we actually, the materials cost us a thousand dollars. We mm-hmm. asked the local home improvement place to quote us just in case we, he didn't want to take that on. The labor was $7,000, seven times what the materials cost. And we were like, this is why people don't make money when they sell houses. Cause <laughs> that's what the, it's insane. I was like, no way. I was like, that's no way. So he was like, I'm just going to learn. I'm going to figure it out. Um, and it's going to be $7,000 more dollars in our pocket yeah. on the flip yeah. side. So that's sort of was how we approached it. Was there anything that you said, I'm going to, I'm going to have a go at this, but then stepped back and thought, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to get someone in to do this bit. Um, we, at the end, we did have someone help us frame the master bathroom and the closet, which was again, not something my husband couldn't handle. It was a time constraint thing. Okay. Um, so we luckily, we met a great guy in town who's into restoring homes, not just renovating. He loves to restore, um, hundred year old homes. So we came in and we had a conversation with him and said, look, we are capable and we don't want everything. We just want you to come in and help us frame it out, move some outlets, add a couple outlets and that be the end of it. We don't need anything else. We're not, you know, and he was actually kind enough and nice enough to say, sure, I'll do that. Um, and we did have, uh, when we got our kitchen cabinets installed, they were installation was 400 bucks. And my husband was like, that 400 bucks is worth the time but for me not to do it. Um, yeah. cause I don't know. He's like, I would be comfortable with the lower cabinets, but the uppers, he's like, I just never done it. And it seems like $400 is a reasonable amount. Yeah. Um, and then again with our, we put a deck on the back of the house and the ground we're on a river. So the ground was very mushy. The water table made yeah. it feel like you were walking on muddy grass even though it hadn't rained in weeks. So we did have that same company that helped us with our master bathroom came and put in like concrete footers. Sure. Um, sure. And leveled it for us. And then my husband built the rest. So he built the stairs, the actual part that you walk on. They just put the concrete pilings or pillars in and made sure they were level and cut them to where they were supposed to be. And then he did the rest. And he actually, we actually put a uh, cable railing on there. My husband did that all by himself with like no experience. And I, we, I sort of joke, he has no fingerprints left after (laughs) dealing with cable, (laughs) cable, um, railings. So Yes, we we called it things in when it was a time constraint or it was a something we just knew was above our heads, like the deck and leveling it on on mm-hmm. that kind of ground. It just had to be. Well, let's, yeah, it, it's uh, being sensible and being you know making sure, admitting at the point where you know it's much better to just get someone in that can do this first time round. You know, it's going to be safe, um, and then yeah, cracking on with the rest of it. Yeah. And then the other best thing I ever did was hired a professional cleaner when we were all done because we lived in it. My husband's workshop was in our house. So he would cut wood, drywall. All, I mean, there was just the dust over the that time was just insane. I felt like all I did was clean. So I was never more excited to hire someone than I was that cleaning lady. And I wanted to cry and hug her when she was done. Cause the, she just, I was like, this is what I would have dreamed about this house looking like. But it's always been a work in progress and there's always been dust and it was pretty awesome. It was the best like $200 I've ever just, spent in my entire just life. Just for a day? A, day? a full must have been like a, quite a few hours. Yeah. Well, I basically had her do all of the floors, baseboards, 
crown molding banisters, like all those little things that you just don't want yeah. to get into going to take you. And the house was 3,800 square feet. So it was a bit, that's not including the basement. Um, yeah. cause that was finished. So it was a big house. And I was like, it was just incredible to see somebody that knows what they're doing versus me just with my, you know, my Swiffer mop trying to get the dust up. I was like, yes, this is what I wanted this house to look like. <laughs> well, let's have a look at the house because okay. I've got, I've got the, um, the PowerPoint up right now. So, and you can talk us through this. Uh, sure. and, for the benefit, for the benefit of our listeners that are not seeing this, you can go to the YouTube channel, our YouTube channel. Um, I'll put the links in the show notes and you can go and have a look at this as well. So, um, this is the beautiful house. Yeah. That's what we walked into the first day. And I didn't even know the porch was wrap around because we had a tree in the front yard and then holly bushes that were up to the roof line. So you couldn't even tell that the porch went around the house. And yeah. we actually wanted to save those holly bushes, but they had been so undercared for and overgrown that when we cut them down, the insides were dead um, and there was no way of saving them. So we had to rip them out. So this is what I went into. My father-in-law was like, come look at this great house. <laughs> and I'm like, the one that has bushes to the the roof, that house? It's a, it's a big bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like incredible. <laughs> and now this and that was right before that was like april of right before we right when we finished and the tree in the front yard has beautiful pink flowers on it and it was incredible and you can actually tell that it's a wraparound porch and we did yeah. really minimal landscaping only because we um it, it wasn't our forever house we knew someone else was going to come in and probably make it theirs and we wanted people to be able to add flowers or other landscaping without um feeling like they were stuck with what we had but also not leaving like nothing um, so we did pretty minimal uh, landscaping, but you can actually tell it's a wraparound porch and uh, just yeah. different angles of it. Um, yeah, the wraparound porch was incredible. My kids ride their bikes up there when it was raining, and it was just awesome because it was a covered wraparound porch. So nice. Just awesome. And then I think the next one is like our front door, um, mm-hmm. which That's I just painted. yeah we got That's a we got a new a new storm glass door, and I just painted it. And I laugh because our neighbors when we got landscaping and I painted those doors with like the two big things that people noticed, they got, everyone thought we got a whole new front door. And I said, no, I just painted the whole thing black instead of leaving the side panels white. Cause yeah. I felt like the house is so big. It needed a bigger looking door. Um, and then when we it's landscaped, amazing, we, we literally landscaped October 30th and then went trick or treating on Halloween. And every single neighbor was like, your landscaping looks great. And I'm like, you know, it's bad when every neighbor feels like they have to tell you while you're trick or treating <laughs> how great your landscaping looks. But that's it, that just goes to show that uh, with a little bit of color, what a difference that can make. I mean, yeah, my husband was skeptical. He was like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Trust me." It just yeah. it'll look cohesive and great. And he was like, "All right, you're right." I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> we hated missing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this one. This was again, this is probably right when we moved in. This is probably right when we closed on the house. So you can see like the trees are bare, but the bushes are still almost up to the roof line. And you can Uh look at the back building and tell that it was a workshop then. Um, we actually converted that to a garage, which you'll see or we'll talk about here in a minute. And then that's the back, uh, which just had, that's what it was. It had just staircases coming off the glass doors and then the deck that we built with cable. Yeah. And we did, um, some bed boxes on the, on the bottom of there so people could plant flowers and yeah, 
um, we didn't put anything in there but mulch just to, so people could show. So that's a little bit of the back building. It's 2,000 square feet, which was huge. And nice. Yeah, big and we stored everything in the railing on the back. Yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> and it oh, didn't even Julia. <laughs> No. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> so Juliet was supposed to join us, um, but the, the whole timing, uh, it got wrong. So we're halfway through Juliet. Oh no. But it's cool. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Hi Juliet. <laughs> this, is, hey. this is, this is the whole point about, uh, live podcast, right? So this is, this is how we do it. So now we're, we've, we've spoken about what, um, what it was like to do a renovation of this size. Um, three and a half years, challenging with being with young kids and everything else. Um, and now we're just going through and showing the pictures. Um, so, so we're, uh, we'll just quickly go here, Julia, if you can see. So we've got the whole, like, this is the house before. And let me just go back up quickly. This is the house before and now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Landscaping and power washing does wonders. <laughs> it does. People need yes. to realize that more. Yeah. Power washing was very therapeutic for me. I did. We actually power washed the whole house, but I did all the brick and the sidewalks and I loved it. I was like, I'm power. It was like therapeutic and great because it was instant gratification. It instantly yeah. looks better. Exactly. It was better than I don't have to wait months for it to happen. <laughs> it was amazing. So when you did the power wash, that was just pure water on the brick, right? Correct. My husband had to use some stuff for the side of the house, uh, especially see where the vines are growing there. We had vines stuck to the one side of the house and that he had to buy like the special soap you attach to the machine and squirt and then let it sit for five minutes and then rinse it off. But for the most Mm -hmm. part, it was just water, especially on the brick and the, um, the driveway and the sidewalk that we did because it was just, yeah. So we added the deck on the back. Yeah. And this is the outhouse. Yeah. Do you see the railing there? Like, I'm surprised my children didn't yeah. die while we were there. Like, it was, I mean, you could like shake it. Like, it was not, it was not structurally sound. So we had a new railing. We, that's another thing we did pay for. We had someone come do the railing at okay. the end because we, it wouldn't have passed inspection the way it was. So they did that and they painted it. And I think I was more excited than anything that they were painting it because I didn't have to paint it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of surfaces, four surfaces for each little baluster. That, it's really yeah. time consuming. Yeah. So then the, uh, we had a, we have a basement in the house, which is really unusual for coastal North Carolina. And we had the storm doors that lead down in there. And we actually just used Rustoleum like metal paint. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we painted it green to match the, the porch, uh, floor. And, but we couldn't believe the difference. It was, again, just a coat of paint makes such a huge difference. And yeah. 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 Definitely. That look. And then, and then we the had that building oh. that was apparently we learned this. So a pipe burst in this building about three months after we moved in and it's the water was supposed to be off. We weren't paying for water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but luckily our insurance covered it. So this was one of the things we had nothing to do with. That was just like, Oh yes. And so we learned when they came to demo it, that it actually was a two car garage to begin with. And then the original owners converted it into a workshop slash apartment. So when it, we could actually very easily convert it back into a two car garage. And we got some money in our pocket because we didn't have to redo interior walls. We didn't have to rebuild right. it. Fantastic. So it was a great, a great problem to have. 
And luckily it was not in our main house, so it didn't really affect uh, our living. So that ah, was... Yeah, this is it. This is when you yeah. converted it, yeah? Yep. And I say we, I say they, because I didn't have to yeah. do that. <laughs> I was like, woohoo! Um, but it was great because we needed the space, and it allowed us to have actual garage space to store some of the, um, you know, materials and whatnot throughout the three years. This is actually our basement. Okay. Um, which was just empty. Apparently it was finished at one time, but I don't, we, the rest of the house is 3,800 square feet. I'm like, what are we going to do with another thousand? Yeah. Square? We didn't need it. So it was storage for us. Mm. Um, I just included it so people could see if yeah. they wanted. So it's a big, it's a big basement. It is. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's where like the air conditioning units were housed there. There's a sub pump to help with drainage. Cause like I said, it's not a mm-hmm. place to have basements. Yeah. It's very unusual. So um, is that, so I'm seeing studs against a surface. Is that surface painted foundation wall? It it's it's is it painted concrete? I can't remember. I don't think it, I think I don't think it's cinder block, but I could be wrong. Or cinder block. Um, I mean, so it is the foundation wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I avoided the basement at all costs, basically. <laughs> okay. So your basement is uninsulated then. Correct. Okay. Yep. Which maybe, I mean, North Carolina is a little warmer than Chicago, so maybe it's not as big of a deal, but. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was the coolest place in the house all, the, all year round, honestly. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, so we didn't. So this is the back room of the house, and it extended, like, the entire length of the house, which was crazy. So it was, like, I want to say it was 17 feet wide by, like, 40 feet long, maybe even longer. Mm. Oh, wow, yeah. 47 feet long, that's what it was. Um so that's what it looked like uh, when we got there. And then the back third of that room, we made my husband's workshop. So he built like a literal half wall um, on the back third. Um, to keep uh, out. Yeah, this is what you're seeing. So that wall, it's like out of plywood. It was literally like four feet tall, enough to keep our kids out of. Right. And then the only other entrance to that was from our kitchen. We put a baby gate there and it kept our two and four-year-old out of where the power tools and the saw and yeah. the nail gun and all of the... <laughs> dangerous things were. So that workshop was literally in our house. So he did all of the cutting, uh, any sort of work he had to do was done in, in our house, which was convenient, um, for him, but very inconvenient for me for cleaning and living in. I mean, like imagine the sawdust and everything. Yeah. The drywall dust was really the worst, but yeah, the sawdust and it would smell like burnt wood sometimes, you know, like that. I don't know how to describe it, but it smells like firewood almost, but and I'd be like, Oh, yeah. he, he was cutting wood today. <laughs> like, I'd walk back in and be like, I know exactly what you worked on today. Yeah. <laughs> so what it smells like in here. Hey, all your wood stayed dry. Yeah. yeah so that, that's his workshop. Like that's just pretty much what it looked like. And there was, he just sawdusted all of the carpet because we knew it was going to come out in the end. Like we didn't care. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, this is a dream. Like I, I would have <laughs> this. <laughs> For the husband, usually yes. For the wife, it's like, oh. No, I know. It's a nightmare. No, it is. <laughs> but you could just be tinkering along and making anything you want. Like. Yeah. I, in in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. really did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ah, there's a good before and after. Wow. Huge difference. Yeah. Wow. So mostly cosmetic, which is the great thing. We just ripped up the carpet and put down uh, its pergo floor. So, mm-hmm. um waterproof because it's again we're on the river so people are going to come in the house from outside into this room and then painted the walls and we uh we shiplapped the ceiling for 
two reasons. One, to give it some character and to break it up. And the other reason was it was popcorn ceilings and they used to have skylights that were covered up at some point. Mm-hmm. And when we had the big flood I talked about before we closed, they put the dehumidifiers all over the house and they dried it up so much that where the um, skylights used to be, the drywall kind of sucked up a little bit. So we would have either had to remove and redo all the drywall or we could get creative and add shiplap on top of it. So he basically, my husband found the studs put in like one inch strips of wood so he could nail the shiplap into that. So it was level. And we just, and then just put wood trim over the seams because the room is so long. Um, and those are all 12 foot boards. Like, so we had to have a way to cover up the seam. Um, and then we just had new fans and we were, that was probably one of the last things we did. Um, I I love the transformation yeah. i like how you've put that floor down because in instantly it's just you know with the carpet there it's just like ugh, you know like yeah, it's, the carpet, it, yeah the carpet had vertical lines in it so if you're listening and not seeing it had vertical lines the length of the room so it looked really skinny and long and we yeah. laid the we laid the new floor horizontally so it made it look a lot wider yeah um than it Much. did we did in our a lot of the bathrooms too um they weren't oh. narrow spaces but they seem that way but this is another view of the that room with yeah. furniture. So yeah. um I had a good friend who's a photographer come do pictures of our whole house um with furniture in it just so I could have them because yeah. when you do something That's this great. big you want to have some yeah. sort of <laughs> yeah. so I wish I could say these are like my iPhone photos, but she actually came in and did professional photos. <laughs> so some of these are my phone, some of them are somebody. Oh, so this I'm is our formal dining room. <laughs> This yeah. was, uh, so there was wallpaper in the house and a significant amount of rooms. And this one I called like wedding bouquet explosion. Um, it was just uh, 1972. Yeah. Wow. That's when, about when the house was built. And, uh, so again, this was a cosmetic room. So it was peeling the wallpaper, which is no, I feel like it should be a law that if you have not peeled wallpaper in your life to remove it, you should not be allowed to put it up. You have to know, <laughs> like you have to know what it's like to peel wallpaper that's been on the walls for 50 years before you may apply anything new. Yeah. So I feel like that's was that straight. Was that straightforward? Like, was it easy to get that off or like? This room was, the other rooms were not. Um, right. This room was the easiest. It came off in big sheets, you know, like yeah. we had to do like all these tricks we found online about like adding fabric softener to the water and and even that was coming off in pieces. So this one came off pretty easily. And um, this room was, again, just cosmetic. The hardwood floors were beautiful. We just painted, put a new light fixture on, and kind of cleaned up the floors a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the thing about this house is all the trim, if you look, I, mean, I know some of you are listening and not seeing, but if you look at it, I refer to the trim color as puke. It's not white. <laughs> it's like off-white, brown, tan. And it's everywhere. It's the windows, the doors, the baseboards, the trim. So you're looking at now the formal living yeah. room, which was our homeschool room because we homeschooled. And that was the first room we finished. And the only other room in the house that had popcorn ceiling. And so instead of covering that up, we decided to scrape it. Yeah. And we, I, I don't know if I'd redo it this way. We dry scraped it. We didn't like do the wets. We dry scraped um, it. It's just yeah. stuff everywhere so it came off easy and it let the, the ceiling have sort of a texture on it still but not be popcorn um but it was very very messy and i thought i destroyed our floors but i didn't which is great so and then this became our office and our homeschool room and it was just you know, i would come in and look at the corner of that room because it was if i looked sat and looked at the corner 
I couldn't see anything else in the house. And so I could see a finished product without seeing yeah. like, oh, you, know, I see. you know what I'm saying? Like I would come in here when I was overwhelmed and like stare at the corner of the room because it was all done and it was pretty yeah. and it was a hundred percent done. And I felt like our house was, photos, the desk you're sitting in now, correct? Yes. Yep. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So it moved with us, but yeah, so I love that room. It was the first thing we did. And, uh, it's, it's a, it. it's a, it's a good tip, I think, because if you're doing a renovation, um, and you're tackling all the spaces in the house all in one go, um, and nothing is completed for a long time, it can mm-hmm. get you down quite a lot. So, yes. I mean, that's my, probably my number one tip anyway, is just have one room done where you yep. can, you can escape to. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is, yeah, this is great. Yes. Yeah, so it's all the, all of the same room. And then I think we move on to eventually like the half bath. Yep. The half bath, which was the only bathroom on the first floor was mm. a cosmetic. Um, but we did it last and I hated, I, I was always embarrassed when people came over because I felt like our kitchen was done and it was great. And then you walked into this room and we had, we were cleaning paintbrushes in that sink before we renovated it. So there's paint everywhere. It's just like the flooring was like urine, yellow laminate, roll down stuff. It was so gross. I was like, you can't tell if my kids have peed on this floor or if it's supposed to be this color. <laughs> like, oh, it was so bad. And I hated when people came over because that's the bathroom they would use. And I was like, don't, don't judge me on this bathroom. But we actually kept the cabinet um, and just painted it, got a new top and we tiled yeah. and painted the walls. But yeah, we, uh, Valspar makes a cabinet enamel, which it was incredible. We used it in several projects in our house, but it just made covering up quality things where the wood just couldn't be refinished. Like we, mm. there was no way to, to sand that down and stain it a nice color. We had to paint it. And, uh, that cabinet enamel just allowed us to really make things look pretty and new again. Um, and modern and not look like they were stuck in the seventies where the house was when we moved in. I'm yeah. I'm just remembering <laughs> that toilet though. Like, it, Oh, wait till we go upstairs and there's a baby blue one in an olive green toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this is a great, our front door, we just painted and then we had a giant, we had a giant gong doorbell where like the pipes hit off each other and we just replaced it with a really simple battery operated one. (laughs) But again, this is a great picture to see like the trim color. And then these are just hallway. Yeah. 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 Hallway pictures. That's a nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just so much brighter with the lighter colors. We used uh, a color called Spite White by Sherwin Williams, which is actually a light gray. It's deceiving the name, but Spite White is what we used in almost all of the house. Mm. And again, I love it, but I was trying to do, this wasn't our forever house. We knew we were going to sell it. So you have to pick, try to pick colors and finishes and things that yeah. will appeal to everybody that are, you know, they can bring yeah. in their own color and flavor with decorations. But the staircase, which I painted painstakingly for like <laughs> a year yeah. Really? And then, oh, and then my favorite is my, the second year we were there, we gave our youngest a, uh, his own little toolkit for Christmas. And he took the pliers to one of the banisters and like scraped all my paint off. And I wanted to like cry. He was like, I'm, I'm renovating. I'm renovating. <laughs> and I was like, oh, send help. I have to sand that now. It wasn't like I could just paint it. You have to sand it and like start all over. And I was like, oh, oh. send help. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we had, this is the coat closet. And I love this room because do you see the wall? This wallpaper looks exactly like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Yeah. yeah. Lickable wallpaper. Like 
the strawberries taste like strawberries and the snozberries taste like snozberries. It looks, it had fruit all over it and it looked like you could lick it and like you were in the movie. And we peeled that wallpaper and just painted. And again, it was and new floors in there. Yeah. This is a living room, which was like a pineapple explosion. It had pineapple wallpaper, pineapple curtains, pineapple light switch, and it had orange. A pineapple light switch? Oh, yeah. We don't have a picture of it, but I promise you it existed. It was like a wooden pineapple cover over the light. It was incredible. It was like like a literally a pineapple one, like boom. Amazing. All over the room. Yes. And then hot pink duct tape covering the fireplace. I thought that was you drawing on top of the photo. That was, yeah. No, so, no, we didn't know why it was there. So it's hot pink duct tape. And we didn't know why it was there. So I actually covered it with black duct tape until it was time to address this room. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it was there for a very important reason because there were wasps in the fireplace. And I learned this when my, oh, this is another moment I should have said of negatives, but um, it was February. And like I was saying earlier in, in North Carolina, you usually have a week where it gets really hot all of a sudden and goes back to cold. So it was one of those days where it was like 75 degrees and my youngest is in the living room and I'm in the other room. And he said, mom, look at all these butterflies. And I'm like, what? So I walk in the room to like two dozen wasps flying around, but they were very dormant. Like you could tell they were not supposed to be awake and up yet. So luckily I was able to like spray them with wasp spray and then vacuum them all up when they were dead. (laughs) But um, we had to have somebody come in and like, bomb the fireplace twice um because the house was empty for four years yeah, we cool. knew we had wasps on the outside of the house which we had gotten taken care of before we moved in we just didn't know they were in the chimney yeah so when i actually peeled the tape off they filled the room <laughs> it was wow. awful awful what is that that's like um a my girl moment you know the the movie with all the wasps i'm just imagining yes. like that yes Yes, but they, luckily these were very slow and he was like, my, and they didn't, no one got stung and my yeah. son was like, butterflies. And I'm like, those are not butterflies. That's my worst fear. Wasps. Yeah. I, it's like, I cannot be anywhere near them. I look ridiculous if you go to a restaurant and there's a wasp near me. Right. So, yeah, like I'm <laughs> dancing all over the place. Hey guys, just a quick break to let you know about our sponsor for this week's episode, kensyard.co.uk. They are the largest distributor of Cars Wood Flooring. Now, Cars Wood Flooring have been around since 1857. Um, I purchased their products myself and um, installed them, and they're absolutely great. They're the original inventors of today's innovative engineered floor, uh, engineered wood floor, and they've also created the world's first glueless wood floor back in 1989. So they know what they're doing. Um, they are eco-friendly. They are renowned for having one of the highest quality engineered floors on the market. Their products are super quick and easy to install. No need uh, for adhesive and they come with a 25 to 30 year guarantee. You can take advantage of a 10% discount of Carswood Flooring by visiting our sponsor, kensyard.co.uk and entering code KYPRP10. That's K-Y-P-R-P and the number 10. Out of curiosity, when you bought the home, did anything come up in the home inspection, like in the home inspection that like, hey, you have like wasps nesting in your chimney? 
they said there were in the, um, on the exterior of the house, like there were some big things in the exterior yeah. of the house, like on the, under the soffits and things, but yeah. nothing about the chimney. And like, I honestly thought the duct tape at first was to help with drafts, you know, keeping the air out. Yeah. Cause we knew that the chimney cap needed replaced. Um, which we had done actually like a year before, but, uh, we didn't have them look in, like we just didn't think anything of it. So mm. we, that room actually, we got lucky with that room when we had the flood in the beginning, they, it got new carpet. So we didn't actually have to pay for carpet in that room. So the orange shag carpet went away, replaced with a much more neutral, normal carpet. And then we took the chair rail off in that room because we had ripped down one of the walls, uh, mm. And we didn't want to put it, we okay. didn't want to. But that makes, some, that makes a lot of sense anyway. Yeah. It looks nice like that. Yeah. So we just painted and cleaned up the fireplace and got rid of the wasps. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the wall gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not that high of a room. And so I feel like that chair will just makes it look. It more did. Spot. Yeah. It that like was my design concern design. with it. Yeah. It made it look like the, you felt like eh, it's coming to like the ceiling. Yeah. It's emphasizing yeah. all the horizontal planes and you're like, why are we emphasizing that? Right. Yeah. So but where our, where our kitchen table is now, that was a, was a wet bar and we just took that out to, to open it up. It was like, um, it was pretty much the only room in the house that I felt like was really closed off and we weren't really going for super open concept, but we wanted to open up the room a little bit. So we just took the wet bar out and made it a kitchen, like a breakfast nook. Mm. And then there's just room furnished, um, versus empty. So yeah. Oh, and oh, the kitchen. Lovely kitchen. That was beautiful. So, yeah. <laughs> the cool thing about the kitchen, though, the cabinets, you know, cabinets nowadays, they're, they're boxes. Like, it's this mm-hmm. one next to this one. These yeah. are custom built, so they're actually like the whole length of the wall. Um, so, yeah, we the kitchen, we completely gutted. And, I mean, my husband replaced the subfloor. We got new drywall. Yeah. This yeah. was, like, the wet bar that looked into the kitchen, looked into the living room. So, we kept pretty much the the layout of it like the sink was saying where it was um that type of thing we just the island we just scooted over a little bit but um it was just super dated and empty and the majority of the house was hardwood floors except the kitchen was like that crappy just laminate mm. flooring that had been and then we had a butler's pantry off the kitchen with extra cabinets here is where our flood happened so this yeah. is what my husband walked into when the when the ceiling filled with water and then collapsed. So actually replaced the, but we worked out a deal and they replaced the carpet and then the bank also replaced all of the appliances. Okay. Um, So when we actually moved in, we moved in with new appliances, but it didn't even matter because we were immediately going to demo. So this is all like that. Literally the whole living room and kitchen ceiling just came down when that happened from the weight of the water. Um, Yeah. I mean, it went went from the second floor to the first floor to the basement. Um, Yeah lovely water leak that was fun <laughs> yeah so this is this is when we moved in so our, not before when we closed i'm sorry so when we closed yeah. on the house had new appliances they had new lamp they put on a newer laminate floor but still crappy laminate and uh so we immediately demoed pretty much everything in that room um except for the built-in china cabinet because it was just cool it just needed to be updated and painted and we painted it just like we did the um vanity cabinet so okay so the uh this is demoing, so ripping down the walls. Yes. Rid of it, everything. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Exciting. Just getting rid of all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just yeah, and then we put in new um pot lights in the ceiling to give it more light because the kitchen was the only room in the house that didn't have a window directly outside. It was like right. in the exact center of the house. So um no direct windows. So we wanted to add 
um, as much overhead lighting as we could just to brighten it up, um, especially on days when you get storms. So, and, uh, that window looked, overlooked our playroom. So we re-drywalled, we got new electricity in, we got new outlets. And then, um, and my husband did all that. I mean, my husband mudded and drywalled and. Is that your husband now? He is. Yep. There he is. (laughs) I love the safety. Safety aspect of standing on the bucket. <laughs> yeah, you know we, you know this is the. It was a do-it-yourself for sure. It's a miracle that no one died, lost a limb, or got shot with a nail gun. Basically, you know that happens with surprising frequency. I, I know. I, I'm, I can't believe my yeah. children are still in good health. I mean, <laughs> ten fingers. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh come on. Yeah, really? this was. Yeah, he's he was priming because the cabinets were coming the next day, and then we moved the following day. So mm-hmm. um, that was the benefit of buying and leaving our rental. We had like a six-week window before we had to pay a mortgage, so we were able to get the kitchen at least functioning before we actually moved our family into it. Um, so yeah, and then the cabinets went in, and like I said, we had we did pay to have those done because it was only four hundred dollars, and it was the best four hundred dollars we've ever spent. So because yeah, <laughs> they got all the cabinets in in a day, and um. And then my husband so they, eventually. So they right. measured off site and made like, and then came in and installed. Yeah, we we measured and then they came out and double checked. Um, we actually, I was looking for cabinets trying to save money, and I uh, ended up finding a guy on Craigslist who was just a guy who did direct sales for a cabinet company. Oh. Um, so we got better cabinets than we wanted for almost half the cost. So they were all like the soft closed doors and drawers. You know, we, we were able to do the cool things like the pull out trash and recycling bins and every cabinet had, um, shelving that slip that slides out. So looks like they're well made as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We, yeah, they were definitely great quality. We were, my only, uh, regret is that I picked handles. Like when I was picking out the pulls and knobs, the ones I picked is particularly for the Island. I had like a permanent bruise on my right hip from like the amount of times I slammed into it. I always tell people like, don't like you need to like really think about where the handles go and like how you're walking in your kitchen because, and we weren't going to replace them all at that point in time. It wasn't worth the hundred bucks to do in the time, but uh, we just picked out knobs that looked great, but left a gnarly bruise. This is is all, what material is this? Is it MDF or? I want to say my husband was very particular because he didn't want the pine actually. Yeah. He, yes. Yes. That sounds right. I was like, when you say to him, yeah, he didn't want like the manufactured stuff. He wanted like good hardwood, like cabinets that were good quality. So, Mm -hmm. so then you'll see a piece of plywood on our Island top because that's what we use for countertops for like two months. So he, we, we went to Walmart and got a um, tablecloth that was like padded and vinyl on the top and he yeah. stapled it. And so I could actually clean it off. So I could actually spray it with cleaner and wipe it down. Um, oh, you know, we could, we, we literally had plywood countertops for two months until we had the money to go get granite and we had yeah. plywood yeah. floors for eight months, I think before we tiled, which, you know, with little kids, it's like every food that they love, like the Cheerios and the pretzels blend in with the, of course. And then, and then, the nightmare happened and my kid dropped yogurt in the crack of the plywood floor. And I was like, why? <laughs> it's like, I, how do I get this out? <laughs> it's going to spoil it. It's going to stink. And this is the granite going in. Yeah. Well. 
So, yeah. And a new sink because we reused the sink that was there until okay. this one came in because the granite company included a sink with the purchase of the granite. So, and there's the handle that don't get handles yeah. like that. Because I just ran into that on a daily basis. But yeah, we Ooh. did lighter ca- uh, cabinets and then darker uh, countertops to give some contrast because we knew we weren't going to do a ton of color in there because mm-hmm. of the, we're selling it. It wasn't ours. So it yeah, wasn't going to yeah. be our forever home. And this is when he started tiling. So I think he told me it took him like eight hours to get that first row in because from what I've been told, I'm not a floor expert, but the first row and making sure that's level and correct is what's most important because that's what everything. And of course the house isn't perfectly square. So he had to really like work and finagle and measure and get that to get that first row going in. Mm -hmm. So we, my, my boys and I actually left the house for like five days while he tiled and then we came back and then he grouted it in sections so that, so we grout, he'd grout a section. We kind of block it off with chairs and whatever we could keep the kids out. And yeah. then he'd do another section and another section because you have to let it dry for however many. And then we had to seal it because we did lighter grout in there. So you have to go back and you have to yeah. seal it all. So we grouted it and then we sealed it in sections. Um, Very nice. We, yeah, it was great. And again, and then we backsplashed, but we didn't do the backsplash again probably till two years after the floor was done. Um, okay, we're so like is- the kings of 90%. Like we get to 90% and we're like, no room. <laughs> and this is marble, right? The, that, the no, that is some sort of porous stone. And we were really worried about, uh, like splatter on the, cause we were able yeah. to seal the top of it, but there was like crevices and it was pretty textured. And yeah. I was like, what if tomato sauce or spaghetti sauce like splashes in there? Um, yeah. so it didn't happen while we were there, but, um, yeah, it's just a stone. And then this is the built-in china cabinet that we wanted to keep, but we knew we needed updated. So we removed the mirrors from the back of it because it just made it look very dated. And then we used that Valspar cabinet enamel to paint. Um, we primed it and then painted it. So took all the doors off. Um, primed it. Yeah. Primed it, painted it. Oh, my gosh, that is such a process. Yeah. Yes. A very yeah. tiny paintbrush. Like, I was like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Good, <laughs> good choice of color. Yeah, we were trying to do a neutral color because my husband wanted to get a very colorful backsplash, which I love. But I'm like, you know what? If somebody else comes in here, backsplashes are hard to change. Painting this is not hard. So, like, if they don't like the color of the china cabinet, they can paint that. It's a whole lot easier than ripping out a black a backsplash and trying to redo a different color. Yeah. So, yeah, so it came out. It's cool. like it was a green, gray, sagey color, and then we. To save money, because there were so many hinges, we spray oh painted the hinges God. because I knew with. <laughs> I knew with spray painting hinges, no one really touches those. Cause I kept reading, yeah. like, you really can't spray paint knobs because you touch them all the time and then the paint scrapes off. So we paid for new knobs, but spray painted the hardware, um, the hinges and then the, the brackets that held the, um, shelves up because we felt like that was a way to save money. Um, but make it look better. Cause the brass, the goldy brass is not our, our favorite. I, th- I think you, I've got a feeling that you really enjoyed doing this. Uh, the spray painting? <laughs> no, just the cabinet. Like I did. The- that was yes, because again, that was like a quicker project. Yeah. Um. The, a lot of this house took so long. Like bathrooms took a year. So when this yeah. was like two weekends, I was like, Hallelujah, something's done, and a, and it looks beautiful, and we can use it again. Yeah. So and here I use different knobs, ones that don't leave. Yeah. You know, take Bruised. half your leg out when you walk across it. But yeah, so we just matched to the kitchen and. That cabinet enamel, I swear, is like magic. I want to paint every cabinet and piece of furniture I have now because it was so <laughs> easy to work with. I mean, even just taking the mirrors out of that cabinet just 
made it look yeah like it, it belonged great. in the house. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. That's- it just made it look so much better. It was just the old wood. Like I said, the, the cabinet was pretty solid. It just, there was no amount of like sanding and restaining to make it look up yeah. to date. So we had to paint and we actually left the, in, in the middle doors off. We left them there in case they wanted to put it back on, but left it like open shelving. Cause I feel like that's a thing these yeah. days. And, um, if they wanted to put it back on. They could go put it back on, but we took them off. Brilliant transformation though. Really nice. It was fun. Yeah. Like I said, the kitchen was pretty much that usable. Yeah, it was just a nice, and it was oh, a huge, huge. big space. So that's a good picture. Yeah, yeah. and again, this I is my photographer, photographer friend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually really glad you saved the old cabinets there because I mean, it is an older house, and everyone knows it, you know. And so when you keep little pieces like that, you can just feel the history in it. And I actually think it really adds to the character of the home, even if it's not like million dollar millwork, yes. you know, it's still, it, we want it to do. Yeah. Like keep yeah. character. But, um, so we did the same thing in that Butler's pantry. We painted them and eventually got rid of the, those countertops were like some wood laminate stuff. And we didn't want to put granite in there. So we got like a laminate that looked like granite. that was much higher quality. That was lighter because that room was very, very dark mm-hmm. to begin with. So, um, but it was great. That room was great for like storing, um, Brilliant. like we go to Costco. So like, 8,000 rolls of paper towels and toilet paper. Like it all fit in there really nicely. And um, it was just a great space to have in the house, but it was so dark before it. I had a, the the flooring before we tiled, it was actually laminate brick pattern. Like it was supposed to look like it was a brick floor, but it was flat with no texture. It was the whole room was like a brown blob before. And we just wanted to lighten it up and make it functional. If we actually wanted to have a home office in there, there's like a desk built in and it's very cozy. Yeah. And then the pantry in the kitchen, we actually left. Um, we just took the doors off of. Um, and I love this pantry because it was shallow. Um, and I feel like the deeper a pantry is, the harder the, things get lost. You put things behind things and you never see yeah. them again. And then you end up with like 15 jars of spaghetti sauce because you can't see it. <laughs> so um, those tilted shelves are amazing. Yeah, yeah. And those were original to the house, which was why I loved it. Um, we put a fresh coat of paint on them and, and updated the handle in there. But and then at the end, we actually put on barn doors, um, but it was literally right before we moved. So uh, a friend of ours built us the doors, and then we got, like, the hardware to hang it from Amazon. Yeah. Um, and then here's just some great before and afters of, like, certain angles of the room. So now you can see the... Out of curiosity, because yeah. we talk about this a lot, um, just in my own practice, when we when you do barn doors, are you ever frustrated by the fact that you can't have the entire thing open at once? Um, you, know, you always, you have to yes. pick like, you make it the right half or the left half. Yeah. So honestly, if we would have stayed there, I would have wanted no doors. It was oh. so nice having it open. Yeah. And that's how the majority of the time we live there. And, and it also forced me, I'm an organization person anyways, but it forces you to keep it clean and neat and lined up. Um, so I would have left it open. And it, and honestly, my husband was afraid to drill into the floors so, and he didn't know if the future buyer would want them. So we don't even have, like, they're not even technically like all the way secure like they swing a little bit because we okay. they didn't like them they could just take them off right so and we added like we added the island light above the island and above the sink there was no lights there before um mm. and we got all of ours from wayfair like we tried to be really economical find things that look great but were affordable yeah and my husband yeah. built that beam that you're looking at right there too like he, it's a box beam just over the existing 
structure that we had to leave because of uh it's holding up the house. Yeah. yeah. And I saw a pipe running along the side of that. Yeah. So uh, that, he wrapped it all in insulation and then he built that box beam and stained it. So, which was That's incredible. Great. Yeah. We stained it too dark the first time and he had to undo it, which was really fun too. <laughs> <laughs> he only got like a big section, not the whole thing, but enough of a section where I was like, that's too dark. We have to start over. <laughs> so we sanded it all off and started over again. Gosh. That's so such a huge transformation. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is upstairs. And again, there's that puke colored trim that you see. And the yeah. lights, those lights were so low. Like I'm only five, five and I could almost hit my head on those. So those definitely went, but upstairs, all we did was paint. And then that linen closet door, those doors are actually from a school that got demolished. It's the side panels of a principal's office. And we took the two side panel windows and made them into doors. Nice. We got them for, we got nice. them for 20. $20. So wait, did you have to change the size of the opening to the linen closet? Or did they just like miraculously fit? No, they miraculous. They were too long. So my husband had to cut off ah. the bottom a little bit, but ah. they were not, the width was perfect. And, uh, Brilliant. So this was the upstairs hallway. This was like, it was a huge sitting area. So yeah. we just threw some furniture. This was our guest bathroom, which was, um, <laughs> awful. So <laughs> it had like the olive green oh, bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the toilet was green, but the, that shove and tower, um, shower and tub unit was actually like cast iron. Like it was, it had to be taken out and there's a hole in it. When we moved in, that bathroom actually didn't function because when the pipes burst, that's what they had to get cut in to get to the pipes, turn the water off or to like find and fix it. So this room, and then the laundry room is in this bathroom. So it's a base, um, this was yeah. another space where we, when we put flooring in, we made sure we put it in horizontally, not vertically, like lining it so it looked wider. So my husband demoed that giant tub and took it out and we kept the vanity like we did in the other bathroom and just painted it and got a new sink top. Um, and okay. then this is like the height. Oh, we could, oh, this is the other funny story. We got the, t- the new shower tub thing in and we got it through the front door. We're like, yes, it's in the front door. Yes, we got it up the stairs. It doesn't fit through the bathroom door. So my husband actually had to completely cut and re- like completely take out the door, the entire door frame of the bathroom to get it into the bathroom. Um, but it's amazing yeah, that I, it even fit upstairs. I mean, you can see how tight that uh, was. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. So it sat, that new one sat in our hallway for like three weeks when my husband took apart the bathroom and got it in. Yeah. Wow. And and then we built from there and we actually ended up, this is like the hype of fixer upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines. And so we actually added shiplap behind the sinks in this bathroom. Uh-huh. And at the time our town didn't have any. So my husband actually made shiplap. Like it, it's literally like wood overlapping each other, you know, like real shiplap versus the kind that not like interlocks like flooring does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we painted the cabinet, got a new countertop, new mirrors. He tiled like this. All the bathrooms were tiled. So we wanted to tile them. Um, so that's, I think that stuff is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so he, uh, yeah, again, really neutral, uh, from almost everything because if people didn't like it, they could redo it. So, yeah. Very nice. Thanks. And then their kids. <laughs> <laughs> the first time, cause they had been in our bathtub for a year. Oh yeah. Room, we actually left the tile there. And painted the cabinet to match the vanity and just left, um, we actually put a door on there at the end, another barn door. And this barn door was big. It was like six feet 
wide and it was on a 12 foot track and it went all the way down yeah. and all okay wow yeah and that I actually prefer so when you're talking about barn doors like mm-hmm. if I could do it this way yeah. I would have preferred it it wasn't an option in the kitchen because it would have blocked doorways or hit our fridge so this yeah. barn door I love because it just covered the whole space yeah that's nice yeah and then every bedroom had a uh, different color carpet. So this was like our pink room. It had light pink carpet and matching light pink walls. And so we did get new carpet. And then I painted the walls and the trim in those rooms and the doors, all of the trim. And then this was another, our boys' room was green shag carpet. Yeah. yeah. Green shag carpet. And then the other boys' room was teal carpet. <laughs> it was just... um and the thing about the bedrooms, you see that vent on the ceiling with the circular vent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that was our forever house, we would have done that differently. They had most houses in the south of the United States have fans in the bedrooms because it's hot. And yeah. uh, these vents were in the center of every bedroom. And if we would have stayed there, we would have had them moved and put a fan in. But it wasn't worth that time and mess to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we did spray paint them because they were all gross and Gunky. And then, oh, the master bedroom had like magenta carpet Dang. and blue walls. It was like an Easter egg threw up in our master bedroom. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it really was just crazy. And then this is wow. our master bedroom afterwards with the furniture, yeah. just bright and nice. And, and I will tell you another, if I could go, I'll, I'll say that at the end. My, I, what I would do differently. Your tips. Yeah. yeah. I will say that at the end, but yeah. So the master bedroom, that site white, that gray colors everywhere. And I loved it. And so our, so I'm gonna, if you go back one photo, like, do you see those two doors in our bedroom? Yeah. When we bought the house, both of those led to the bathroom. The bathroom was like one giant U. Um, oh yeah. So if you walked in on the left side, that was the girl side and it had a larger vanity and then a tiny closet behind it. If you walked in on the right side, you had a smaller vanity. It was the man's vanity and a closet behind it. And then on the back wall was the tub and the shower. Okay, so okay. this room, the space itself is gigantic. The closets were the smallest in the house, and it was like the poorest use of space we've ever seen. So what we decided to do was make the bathroom the left side and make it an L, and then the right side was now a closed-off walk-in closet. Nice. Um, So that's kind of how we tackled that very odd space (laughs) to make it work. But we didn't really change the footprint of the bathroom. The vanity stayed where it was. We just made it a double instead of a single. We left the tub where it was. We just re-showered it. So this is the, the wife's side the larger vanity, um, and then a really small closet that was right behind you. When you were standing at the vanity, it was right behind you. And then this was the other, the husband's side. It was a smaller vanity with a closet right behind you. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. And then this, this room had a baby blue cast iron tub and a baby blue toilet to go with it. It was so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) This is the bathroom we used for the year we were renovating the boys' bathroom. Mm. Uh, we got, we used our same cabinet guy in here, um, for the vanity. And then that piece of granite, we actually got at a Habitat for Humanity restore. Yeah. Those are great. You know, that granite was like 40 bucks. So yeah. So it had, here's the crazy thing about it. So it was a piece of granite with two sinkholes cut out, but no holes for the faucets. So we were like, how, okay, well we, how are we going to do this? So my husband was like, we can have it coming out of the wall. Instead of coming up out of the vanity. And I was like, okay. So I actually went to Pinterest and was able to find like some ideas. And I was like, well, if we're going to do that, we have to tile the wall behind it so that it, the water doesn't become an issue. Yeah. So we ended up t- 
tiling from the chair or chair rail down of the whole bathroom. Um, but we also had an issue with the sink. So the sinks came in and according to the measurements that we had and what the sink description had, we're like, these are going to fit perfect. They were like a half inch off. We couldn't get the, yeah, we couldn't get the sinks all the way in. My husband's like, Oh, I'll just grind the granite. Now, mind you, when he decided to do this, the bathroom was completed. We were using it to shower. Our towels are in there. Our, you know, all our toiletries are in there. And he closes the door. I'm downstairs with the kids for like two hours. And I come upstairs to the most insane scene I've ever seen in my life. My whole bedroom, the door was closed. The bathroom, my whole bedroom was covered in dust. Like you, it looked like you walked into a fog. And my bathroom was cut. My just finished bathroom was covered with like a quarter inch of the finest dust ever from the granite. So the good news is the sinks fit. The bad news is we spent probably 10 to 12 hours cleaning the granite dust. Like it was one of those moments that I almost left the house that time, (laughs) but I didn't. (laughs) But like, I mean, I was literally taking out LED light bulbs from our light and like cleaning them, like what, like rinsing them off. And I'm like, who does, like, what is this life that I am cleaning a light bulb? Yeah, like right now, it, I, I was rinsing off my shampoo bottles and my makeup and, you know, it was just like, and I actually, I was underneath the cabinet at one point getting ready to yeah. vacuum it out. And I wrote in granite dust, you're stupid and took a picture <laughs> to, for my husband. So I can come back and be like, don't ever do something like this again. <laughs> I couldn't find the picture. I have it somewhere, but I couldn't find it for the slideshow, but I, I did. I was like, you're stupid. This is the most insane. I can't believe I'm spending two days of my life cleaning up granite yeah. dust. But, um, but the bathroom turned out great. We did wood tile, like it's tile, but it looks like wood on the floors. Um, yeah. my husband did all that tile work himself, including all that very tiny pieces near the faucet of the, um, bathtub. Yeah. yeah. He kept, we wanted to keep the faucet where it was. And then we realized it wasn't going to, if we didn't bump it up a couple inches, it was going to hit the lip of the tub and, and splatter. So we had to raise the faucet up a few inches so that when the water flowed out, it went right into the tub and didn't hit the lip. Yeah. So but yeah, it was beautiful. That shower, my husband built that whole shower. He designed it. It has two shower heads. It has a bench in it. And mm-hmm. and it has a window in it. So when we, I think I have it when we get to the closet. So when we, so when you go into, when we separated the two rooms, the closet got the only natural window in the space. Yeah. Okay. So my husband had this idea to put a picture window in the wall between the closet and the, oh, yeah. so when oh, he yeah. first told me, I'm like, you're insane. Like, no, he's like, no, we'll frost it. It'll, and it actually turned out great. But the, the day we finished the shower, I was laying in bed and he was in the shower and I look over and he's like knocking on the window and waving. And I'm like, we've got to frost that. Like <laughs> no one's going to buy this house if we won't frost that window. Um, so we have a, a very a picture window in our, shower and in our closet. So we did the same flooring in the closet, the tile wood floors in there. And again, we were really basic in the closet. We just put up rods and shelves because someone that's going to buy this house in this neighborhood is going to want a system and I'm not going to pretend to know what it is. So, um, I think you have a paintbrush. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a paintbrush. I had paint in my hair, like on a daily basis. I used to braid it and it would dip in and I'd be like, Oh, my hair's (laughs) dip my, my braid into the paint again. But the rest of the pictures, I think, are just like outtakes and fun things. My kids with their toolboxes and yeah. my husband enjoying his 
um, plumber's crack. Like <laughs> he kept doing it. I was like, you have a plumber's crack. And then he was actually putting the toilet in and I'm like, you legit have a real plumber's crack right now. <laughs> and I had to keep all of our receipts. Um, we went to Lowe's or Home Depot or a home store 397 times in that four years. I was about to ask you, like, I'm sure you got to know that store. So. Oh yeah. Like they knew who we were. My kids were there all the time. Like, yeah, they knew exactly what they were doing. Like, um, we had dumpsters there all the time. My, my kids' favorite thing to do is watch them unload a new dumpster and take one away. Must have been um, real fun for them, actually. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, that one picture, my kid's reading a book with my husband and there's a nail gun behind them. Like that was just our yeah. life. You know, and the other one, we're in the kitchen. He's trying to get ready to do something. I got one potty training on the floor. I got Legos on the floor. I mean, that was just our life of trying to live. Oh, that's a great shot. We that finished is- the house. <laughs> yes. Such a great shot. That's yes. Great. We finished the house. So it was a labor of love and it was challenging and yeah. Amazing and like all the things and all the feels. And this was taken the day we left North Carolina to go to Oregon. So okay. it was fun to get a picture on the steps. My husband and I have a picture on the steps the day we bought it. And that was sort of our way to um end it and and the same note mm-hmm. that we started it. So we have yeah. the exact same picture, but our kids are in it that time. So yeah, that's our beast of a house. Yeah. <laughs> it is a beast of a house. That's a sizable house. It's yeah. huge. It was really big. And I keep, I learned that I don't want a house that big. Like when we go to a forever house, it's just, you can't, you are cleaning so much. You're not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. we never used that back section of our, the back room where my husband's workshop was. We never needed it. We didn't, the, the formal dining room is what I used to paint things in. I would bring a door in at a time and put it on a table and yeah. paint a door and then go put the door back on and then get a new door in. So we never actually ate dinner in there. We ate it at the breakfast nook. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a it was but it was a great house and I I hope that whoever lives in it after us just enjoys it as much as we did and hopefully doesn't have to renovate well, you've, you've, you've <laughs> it. Yeah, you've left it in a very good condition for them, I think. Right. You know, they, they it's it definitely the choices of the colors that you made you had, I mean, it's a massive transformation. It was cool to see, um, we interviewed realtors before we hired one and almost every one of them had been in it before. And it was really fun to see their reactions because they, yeah. it was a slow thing for me, but for them to just be like, no, like this is not the same house, that this is incredible. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. So, so much was fun. Equity. Yeah. So now we get to the bit where everyone that's listening and watching on YouTube um, I think in like, gosh, you know, what did you learn from this? What's your tips and what's some advice that you could give? So like maybe the top five tips. Okay. The main one is, so when we moved in, I was really like hell bent on getting our kids' rooms painted and perfect. They could have cared less. Like they were two and four. They only sleep in their rooms. Like they didn't care. We didn't do our master bedroom to almost two and a half years in. And I didn't realize till after we finished it, how much of a, like, to come into your room at night and have it be calm and peaceful and not look like an Easter egg explosion. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until we did it. So if I ever do a house again, the master bedroom would be something I do first and not put off because kids are resilient and they don't really care. But I needed a place to come every night that felt relaxing and serene and complete. And we didn't have that for many years. So I would have done that differently for sure. I would say it took me about three, 
towards the end, like the last year of that house that I finally hired a babysitter so that I could have time in my house alone. I was with my kids 24 seven. We were renovating. I never got to enjoy my house alone. And I think that's really important, especially when you're renovating is to take time to enjoy what you did. And I didn't allow myself to do that for the first few years. So I would say definitely doing that. Um, okay. And then you, I think reusing things where you can, we saved a lot of money. We, we didn't buy our boys new closet doors. We took the closet doors off the master bedroom and put them in there. We saved money by keeping cabinets where we could. Um, I think some people think you have to renovate and rip down everything. And while painting cabinets is, is time consuming, taking, you know, four or five days to paint your kitchen cabinets is a whole lot cheaper than paying $7,000 for brand new ones. And, um, and knowing, knowing what you want ahead of time, like you should, I, I knew the color scheme. I knew what I wanted before we actually went out and bought things and just having a, a Pinterest is great for that. You get vision boards and things like that. And then also samples. We had one big mistake in our master bathroom where I had one sample tile on the floor. And then when we went to put it down, it was horrible. And we had to go back. I had to go return all of it. So I brought one sample. We're like, this looks great ordered all of it, started laying it out to get the, how we wanted to, you know, align the tile. And I was like, nope, but we can, even my husband was like, this doesn't look right. (laughs) And so (laughs) when you're sampling things, you going and getting one subway tile is not enough. Like go buy a box and lay them out. Um, Cause I had to reload all that tile back in my car and return it. And my lovely husband didn't know, but he, as he was repackaging it, he was packaging it with Lowe's tape. And I'm like, I bought that at Home Depot and now I have to go there and I'm not, I'm, I'm leaving the tape on and I go there and I'm like, don't hate me Home Depot, but I, this is from your store. This is from your store, but it's wrapped in Lowe's tape. And I please just don't hate me. And they were like, Oh, you're fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, sorry, but just knowing like a sample, it's like, it's okay to spend a little, and you can always return. That's the beauty of most stores is that you can return anything yeah. that's not damaged. Um, uh, but I think that's my biggest. And then, you've, yeah, you've got um, one, two, three, four, five. Document it. Document it. That's what I'd say. Like, document it as you go along. Like, it was really for me. I was really careful to get before and after pictures in the exact same spots I stood in. I had a friend come and take it with furniture in the house because it's that's the cool thing is to see like the progression steps of what you did and the immediate before and after. Um, it's much easier to appreciate that way. It's not even if it's like do, you documenting it for just you and right. your partner, your husband, your wife, but, um, you know, your kids saw that and yeah. when they, grow up, they, they, they might want to go back. A big chunk of their childhood. Yeah. It was a huge chunk of their childhood. I mean, my youngest had just turned, he was one when we moved in and five when we left and that's all he's ever really known, you know, and they both all have that. They both have their, um, like toolboxes and their own little tools and, um, it's, it's cool for them to see hard work and see it pay off. And they knew it paid off. Like we, you know, when we, when we sold the house, we said, you know, you guys get to go to the store and pick up any toy you want because you guys sacrificed a lot too. This wasn't just me and daddy working hard. You guys, we didn't get to do as much because we were working on the house and our weekends were working on the house and not yeah. out doing things. So they went and picked out the biggest Lego set and the biggest Hot Wheels set known to man, <laughs> which they deserved. And we were happy to do it, but I was like, yeah, like, you know, Brilliant. So what's next then for you? 
Well, we got to our rental here and we were really happy to rent. Um, but we got here and, um, the wall in the living room was Coast Guard orange, which is basically like construction bright orange. <laughs> so I got here and I had to paint and I was like, are you kidding me? Like I had painted for three and a half years and now I have to paint again. But this was so much different. Like when it's, when you're, when it's just painting and, um, yeah. You know, it, it was very nice, but we, for us, this is our last tour with the Coast Guard before we, my husband retires. So we are really thinking about forever homes and, mm-hmm. and it's nice to have this experience because now we can go back and say, do we want to build? Do we want to buy? Um, and now we have options for us that you used to think we had to find the exact perfect house. And now we're like, you know what? Location matters. Like we can buy either land where we want or buy a house where we want and we can make it what we want because now we have all these experience and these skills and we know what we want to do and what we want to hire out this time. So that's exciting for us. I literally have a list on my phone of things that I loved from that renovation house that I, yeah. I want to wrap around porch. I want white subway tile in my master bathroom. I prefer white cabinets in my kitchen over like the off white. Like, so I think it's just kind of dreaming and planning for the next few years before we actually are able to take that leap and pick where we're going to put roots down and, and probably do this again, hopefully on a smaller scale, not as big of a house. <laughs> But that's what that's what's up for us. Hopefully, good. Okay. Well, then you know, uh, fast forward a couple of years, and hopefully you'll come back on and tell us all about that one as well. Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, I would have hired some of that, and not have to do it all myself. <laughs> and we'll, we'll drag this one out of the archives. Just to there you go. Yes. Blend it in. I like it. Jesse, it's um, been an absolute pleasure having you on. Oh. Thanks, um, this was fun. I really enjoyed this. And uh, Juliet got in halfway through, so you're going to have to go and listen yourself now. I will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been really, really great. And it's given a, me a big insight into how the houses are in North Carolina, you know, because, uh, like I said, I've never been there. Um, and it's it was a big, uh, a big task to do. And well okay. done to you. Thank you. It was fun. Thank you. No problem. Good. All right. Thanks very much. Thank you. If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time around. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first-time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today.